following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. The NHL playoffs are among us, as well as the NBA playoffs. We've got both playoffs going on at the same time. Both of them very deep. We're going to talk about both of them uh, and get deeper into them. And also, we want to hear your thoughts, so make sure to join in at the live, live chat. If you're not watching live, jump down in the comments. We want to hear, do you think NBA players could compete in the NFL? Because there's some NBA players that think that they could and not vice versa. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, some some uh, XFL and so much more today on Rising to the Occasion. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rising to the Occasion. If I can get my tongue to work with me today, we'll get through this just fine. And I can also get my mind maybe to catch up with my tongue at times, too. But we've got a lot to get to. But before we do, we want to start off with our first sponsor, and that is Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab is an amazing sponsor that we're so happy to have come on. And I'm mainly glad that they came on because they've helped my skin. Uh, all of us as men, we need to know that we need to be able to take care of our skin and feel proud of it. I've been using Caldera Lab products for quite some time now uh, since they sent them to me. It's been close to a month, uh, and I have absolutely loved it. It's helped me a lot, especially since, like I said, before I work outside in in the Midwest where it's extremely windy. So having that moisturizer on my skin keeps that dry skin away. I've got a real bad problem right around my nose and underneath my eyes. So really glad that I was able to find Caldera Lab, that they were able to find us and that they could also sponsor the show. But they also want to give you a deal just as much as they've given us one. If you go to calderalab.com slash rising two, you'll be able to see all of their best products. Or if you just go over to calderalab.com and use code rising two, either way, you can get 20% off. So go over to Caldera Lab, that's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com slash rising T-O, or just use code rising T-O at checkout for 20% off. Uh, I know that we have all started being able to use some of their products. They've got amazing products. I vouch for them. So again, go to calderalab.com and use code rising two for 20% off. Uh, of course, I am not alone as we're in the studio and I've got a little more set up in here, but I'm not alone in the studio and I'm not alone, uh, I guess, virtually as well. I've got all of my co-hosts here with me today. Uh, I guess first I'll start off with you, Blake. How you doing, man? What's up, guys? I'm, I'm excited to be here, uh, ready to talk a little sports with y'all and uh, ready for a little NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Man, uh, things are getting thick. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit about NBA a little more in the depth, but now this is the first time we're going to get everybody in to be able to talk about both of them. Uh, Britton, how you doing down there? A little bit further south than me, but not as far south as Blake. I'm doing well. Um, good weather out. Had a pretty good day. Unfortunately, uh, it's not Saturday yet, but looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been warming up a little bit. We had a little bit of a cold, cold Sunday, but uh, Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm loving the new studio and, and just looking into it. It's just getting really fun and exciting going on with the podcast and everything. Then overall, it's doing pretty good. Then same, I'm excited for the weekend. Heck yeah. yeah I mean, it, it makes it more real. Uh, soon enough, we'll have all four of us up in studio 
kicking it and uh we've kind of made the studio part of of this because we, we've got much more than just this room uh we've kind of made the studio part like a big man cave so it's kind of here just for us to kind of kick it and mm-hmm. have a good time talk some sports but let's jump into it let's jump jump into the nhl playoffs blake you and i i know we'll touch on nba playoffs again uh today but you and i were talking about the nba playoffs on friday if i believe if i remember correctly and uh you know the nba playoffs being so deep but i'm looking at the nhl playoffs and the NHL playoffs are really deep too. Uh, we were talking about the NBA being kind of deep and, and and looking how many teams really have a good shot of being able to make it through. Uh, you know, even some of the the underdogs being able to, to with the, the path that they could go on. The same thing in the NHL. I, if I see if one underdog were able to to upset somebody, they could really make a good run at it. And really, just about any of these games. We'll start off with the games that are going on. I think right now, uh, and so we'll we'll jump into those first. The games that are going on tonight. Uh, we've got the two East games going on between the Islanders and Hurricanes, and then the Panthers and Bruins. We'll start off with those two games. Uh, let's let's I guess back up first and start with just the Islanders Hurricanes, uh, Britain. I know uh, your the Islanders kind of took your penguin spot if i remember correctly in this one uh right around there it was either them or the panthers right it was uh oh i don't remember how it ended i, I think the out, panthers would have ended up taking taking the spot from you because yeah. the panthers are an eight seed uh, no, yeah. so. first uh islanders were in second pittsburgh controlled their own destiny uh then he's needed to win the last two or at least win the last game uh, or the first of the two games, and uh, they screwed the pooch on that one. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, who, who do you problem. who do you got coming out Defense in this in this matchup? Though let's let's start off with the Panthers there uh, for you because I know that's kind of maybe a touchy one for you because you don't get to go against the Bruins in your first round. I honestly was rooting for that matchup. I think that would have been amazing uh, for seven game series. But what do you, what do you kind of see for the the Panthers being able to are, are they able to upset this this well, let's let's say it. Probably the greatest NHL team of all time. No, <laughs> um, I don't think so. Not going to happen. Um, I could honestly see a scenario in which it's uh, first four games just go to Boston and it's over with. I mean, Florida's not a good huh. team. Uh, Florida kind of came along towards the end a little bit to make a little bit of a run just to get in the playoffs, but I think it's going to end there for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I don't. Yeah. I think the same would have happened with the Penguins. I think the Penguins might have been able to get one or two wins out of the series at least. Um, but I, I don't really see Florida doing much. They might get a win, maybe. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the Bruins have been red hot from the beginning of the season all the way to the end. Uh, and even whenever they were just kind of on cruise control, they still were just just red hot. yeah absolutely red hot i mean they were they were phenomenal um but i guess out of these two east games blake uh what 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 team really stands out, of you, out to you there the islanders hurricanes uh panthers bruins uh the hurricanes man just already dominating yeah um you know i i like it um you know the the bruins i, I i've said it previous I, i'm not going with the with the top dog uh, because it's never it's never the top dog in in the NHL playoffs, man. And um, I'm just excited for this thing to kick off, man. Even out in the West, I mean, I think the champions coming from the East, but uh, I'm excited to watch uh, the Stars and the Oilers, Kings, uh, the Wild, man. I'm excited for all of it. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jeremy, with with the, these East games going on, I think a lot of times in the NBA we talk about the West being really the more controlling one, but in, in the NHL this year, it seems like like Blake said, I think that it's most likely going to come out of that strong East. Uh, what do you got going on for tonight, Ellis? I guess here in the East side of things, it's definitely going to be a shootout to say the least. But I'm going back to what you said, Britt. For for Boston, their firepower and just how their season's been overall, it's definitely going to be. It's not going to be an easy sweep, but I think they're going to honestly – I think they're going to go to maybe a game six, and that's being pretty generous. But if I had to honestly say Boston's definitely going to steamroll, then even look into the other teams like you mentioned, Josh, Carolina, then they've been they've been having a really good end stretch of the season and now pushing to the playoffs. That's what everybody wants to do, have a great – you want to have a great season overall. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, then getting down to the postseason when you know you're going to be in the postseason, you definitely want to stay strong, stay like what you are day in, day out. Then Carolina is definitely going to be another team to honestly watch for. It's really going to be a fun series in that one. Yeah, I mean, just, just those two games that are going on tonight, I feel like you could see – the winner of it all in those two yeah. in those two uh, matchups uh, just because between the, the canes and the bruins that's a that's a tough one to to go against you know but uh i, I, I want to kind of talk about the islanders a little bit because i i think the islanders are not going to get as much of a spotlight but the bruins were were nervous about going against the islanders if you look at mm-hmm. the bruins the fans they were nervous about that being a matchup just because the islanders have Possibly, possibly the best goalie in the league. I think right now. I mean, they they they're they're really leaning on their goalie to really give them these wins that they've they've had, mm-hmm. and he's been phenomenal all season long. Uh, I I don't really like taking the over anytime I see an Islanders <laughs> game, just because he's not going to allow too many scores, and the Islanders don't have the greatest of offenses. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I, I I do look at that and think that the Islanders have a good a good chance of being that one of those upset teams though for sure. Um, but yeah, like you said, if, we'll get into my my picks later on. But out of those games, I think the Islanders stand a better chance of winning the series than uh, than Florida would. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. You don't think Tampa Bay's goalies easily in the top five for the for the postseason right now? Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, he's definitely he's been their backbone. I mean, outside looking at their lineup, Steven Stamkos and yeah. everybody else. I mean, he's definitely another goalie to even be recognized with the postseason. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Postseason would def- definitely go down over to him, especially since they've mm-hmm. won two in the last four years. Five, yeah, four, four or five, five years. years. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's just they've got a phenomenal uh, group down there. I, I we'll, we'll get down to them in just a moment too, and with the Lightning. But I mean, I, I kind of see that matchup being a fun one too. Yeah. Um, but let's jump over to the other the other two games going on tonight. We're going to have on the West side. We're going to have the Wild versus Stars, uh, and then the Kings versus the Oilers. I, I love seeing hockey make its way down south. Of course, we're talking about the Hurricanes, but then even further south, we're seeing it down in Dallas. Uh, you know, we just brought up Tampa Bay's had has a, had a really good franchise here recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, seeing it down south, I love the stars and what they're able to put together, uh, starting off with, with, with that matchup. I, I, I like the stars. I don't know if they're going to be able to squeeze by the wild, um, but... They're they're one of those 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 small franchise teams, those small market teams, that I'm I'm really surprised on how good they are. I think their offense uh, has has been phenomenal. But uh, Britain, what do you kind of see with these West matchups here? Yeah, I mean the, the one I want to focus on the most, I think, is uh, in my opinion the best goalie uh, in the playoffs right now is Flurry. Yeah, um, I'm a big, big fan of Flurry. Uh, solid, solid goalie. 
he's had a hell of a year already. Um, I think he's going to continue that in the playoffs. So I'm looking to see what the Wild can do. I think the Wild are probably one of my picks for uh, probably one of my top three picks for you know the Stanley Cup, at least at least making it to the final there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jeremy, I'll let you kind of take it away. I think you're you're probably the hockey guy of all of us if we have to pick one. So I mean, what do you kind of see out of the out of the West teams here? Looking out of the West teams, I mean, like you said, Brett, Mark Andre Fleury. What else can you say about Flower? I mean, he's been yeah. any any goalies. I mean, any team's backbone of their whether he's playing for the Penguins for your favorite or where they play for Vegas or now with the former team the Minnesota Wild. I mean, he's definitely going to be something to reckon with them looking at their forwards and their D. I mean, obviously you got Caprizi off on the line. Then if there's one person I'm going to tell you right now, do not piss off on the Minnesota Wild roster. Do not piss off Reeves. He will drop yeah. you like a tree. And he's definitely one of those guys. He's not afraid to stick his nose in the dirty things. And he's just going to he's gonna chew, he's gonna bark your ear off the entire game. Then the other West Conference game, what was it again, Josh? It was the, uh, the other uh, one was the Kings-Oilers. Kings-Oilers. Yeah. I mean, that's another game that you're really, really going to be a high, fast-paced game. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of these games are going to be looking at look at the Edmonton Oilers roster. you got Connor McDavid. Everyone talks about Connor McDavid. you got Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. you got... So many players, and I mean, yeah, there's two high-key players on the Edmonton Oilers roster, but I mean, you just can't focus on one or two particular players. you got to look through the entire roster because, you know, one particular player, yeah, he's going to be fast as crap, but I mean, any player on that roster can burn the crap out of you. Yeah, and uh, the last time that I watched the Oilers, too, I mean, that's that's what, what shocks me with them. You know, you, everyone's going to bring up Connor McDavid when talking about the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. something that's that's phenomenal this year is looking at just a historic year in, in the NHL is because we have the Bruins having the, the history-breaking year that they've had mm-hmm. as a franchise. But then you have uh, Connor McDavid, a, a, a you know, just a, a record-breaking uh, player, you know, one of the I, for sure, probably the best player I think I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, it, r- right up there, I, I would put him right up on the top. You know, with maybe a top five. With, with if you want to put Sid, uh, you could put Ovechkin. If you want to maybe put some some goalies in there too. I mean, there's there's all kinds of guys you can put in there. But I I definitely think he's top five in my lifetime that I can think of as far as just generational talent that he has, mm-hmm. uh, putting up the numbers that he's put up. So it's really cool to see that. But the thing with the Oilers is that. We saw them the last time I can remember watching them against the Bruins. I don't know if this was the last matchup they had, um, but uh, Conrad David goes out in that game, and the Oilers still find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, that that's just a phenomenal teamwork to be able to put that together. He's he's the focal point, but he's not the entirety. Um, Blake, we'll kick it over to you to kind of uh, talk a little more about this West matchups or the the two West matchups that we've got. Yeah, man, that's that's who I was uh, really looking at tonight. Uh, I'm gonna stay up for that one and watch uh, Connor McDavid and, and the yeah. Oilers. Uh, and and man, I'm kind of with you guys on the Wild. I like the Wild over the Stars, man. Uh, I just uh, all of my excitement is gonna be on Connor McDavid, man. Like yeah. I, I just think he's a, he's a generational superstar, kind of like you were saying, uh, Josh. And uh, it's. It's down here in the South, man. That's what that's what people need to see, uh, because like it's not a huge game down here, but people need to see him on TV as much as possible. So uh, for all of my people in the state of Alabama or uh, down here in the Southeast, uh, flip on your TV and and watch him tonight because he's a special talent. Yeah, yeah, he's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it's it's definitely a player that can draw you in. 
uh, to a sport. If, they, if, you, if you had to pick a player this year, I think he's one of them. I think even if you, you jump over to the Avalanche, which we haven't talked about yet, uh, and, and kind of look at uh, Kale McCarr, I think last year, seeing what he was doing last year, uh, was was another one of those kinds of players that just really draws you in. Uh, he, he really grabbed my attention a lot last year. And, but yeah, Connor McDavid, the Oilers, I think they're kind of a, 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 a weird team to me because they're not the team that I, in my head, was thinking that's the team I expect to win at all. But I filled out my bracket today and kind of looking at that bracket, the Oilers are the team that I ended up walking away with saying that's the team that I think they, they outperform everyone along the, their, their path to uh, winning the Stanley Cup this year. So I'm picking the Oilers just because I, I think I think their path is the most laid out for them. I think they're going to have a tough path to get there. Um, but man, I mean, I feel like the Oilers could could win it all. Uh, and it's it's kind of weird to, to think that, uh, you know, and I think. I think the Bruins are going to be in the conversation the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that curse is quite anything to take away from them. But I'm kind of like, like Blake and I both said, I think in the past, I think Blake just said it a moment ago too, is like, I'm not ever going to take that, 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 uh, yeah, that, that, that big dog that you expect, you know, he's been, they've been on fire all <laughs> yeah. year long. They've mm-hmm. just been, that's just the scary thing with them though, is they never slowed down, not even at the end of the season. Oh. Um, but then tomorrow night, we're going to have some more. Uh, of course, we're all going to be having a little watch party, being able to watch the uh, New York Rangers go on against the New Jersey Devils. I think this might be the m- most competitive matchup of the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is the one that the winner of this could could win it all, uh, just because like the winner of this, <laughs> whoever gets out of this basically has been battle tested in these playoffs. Uh, and so it's it's going to be a fun one. You guys can watch that with us on playback.tv slash rising to tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and so it's it's going to be a really fun game and a really fun series overall between the Rangers and the Devils. Um, but then the other East game uh, going on is the Lightning versus Maple Leaves. The Lightning again. We've we've mentioned them, an amazing team in the last, really the last at least five to eight years. It's just been a really phenomenal team being able to piece together what they've pieced together. But then the Leafs, uh, Britain, you've, you've talked about the Leafs, kind of, kind of one of those teams that you're looking at, like they could possibly pull it out this year uh, and do it. The Leafs haven't won a first round playoff game or a, a series. You know, they haven't moved out of the first round. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on, on the year. I think it was 93. 93 Something. or 94. Yeah, so I think 93. It's been a long time for the Leafs to even win a single series in the playoffs. But Britain, kind of give us, give us your break, breakdown on, on the East games for tomorrow. Yeah, so I mean, as far as the Leafs are concerned, I think they've got some really good goaltending going on right now, <clears throat> as well as uh, defense. I mean, their defense has been probably the more impressive uh, aspect of their game that I've paid attention to. Um, I really do. I think that they could go far. I think they could make a run. I do see them getting out of the first round here. Um, obviously, it's too early to really tell what all they can do future, uh, as far as the future of the playoffs, because – Again, anybody can win, so you don't know who they're going to play next. Uh, and the playoffs is just weird in hockey. I mean, uh, we've seen it, we see it time and time again. Like Blake mentioned earlier, you know, the number one seed should theoretically win, especially when you're Boston and when you're as good as you have been all season. But it just doesn't seem to play out that way very often. So, if ever, so I, I do like Boston. I like the Leafs, and I like uh, Minnesota right now for my top three. So I'm curious to see yeah. how they can do. Um, I'm going to definitely mm. pay attention to that tomorrow night uh, as we're also watching the Rangers game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I I like that matchup between the Lightning and the Leafs, too. I think that's mm-hmm. 
a matchup that kind of favors the Leafs to finally end that streak and get out of that curse. Um, but Blake, uh, what do you kind of got with the between? I guess I'll even let you kind of expand on the Rangers Devils too out of those two East games tomorrow. <laughs> Man, I'm just ready to do this little watch party. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm excited about. Like, I'm stoked. I've been looking forward to this uh, for, for, uh, since the moment you you mentioned it to me. And, like, I'm stoked for it. Uh, I'm excited to watch the Rangers, man. Uh, a little nervous uh, because, you know, of what happened last year in the playoffs and, and, uh, you know, I just – I want the Rangers to break through, man. Like, I'm, I'm a big supporter of New York sports, and I feel like if they're going to do it, this this is the year, right? Um, but I also picked – I also picked the Devils <laughs> to <laughs> – I also picked the Devils. So, that that's my team that I'm riding with. But, you know, like, I watch the Rangers a lot, so – I'm kind of stuck in, in right in the middle of a hard spot. So, um, but yeah, man, another, another thing is, is the cracking, uh, right there, uh, playing the avalanche, man. Um, just kudos to the cracking, you know, uh, you know, just coming from the bottom straight to the, you know, straight to the playoffs and everything and, and everything that that organization has done. I think that's an exciting time, uh, up there. And, uh, man, the lightning a dynasty yeah like definitely i can't pick again oh my goodness Flip it's point. hard for me to pick yeah. against them. it's hard for me to pick against them man i i'm not i'm taking the lightning right, i'm taking yeah. the lightning i, I yeah, like them i go. like them in the series i like them in the series yeah i'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go yeah give game me the seven. lightning game yeah, seven I, lightning yeah all right. Yeah, yeah give me I mean, game I, I like seven, that. round one, out the gate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a tough matchup, you know, between those two teams too. What do you got, Brent? Game seven. I, I I've also got I've also got the Lightning, but I've also got the Devils, and I think the Devils win it in five. So I'm, I'm probably man. You you're picking them just to kind of kill the Rangers. <laughs> no, and I actually want the Rangers to do well, but I think. I disagree with Blake a little bit. I don't think this is the year for the Rangers per se. I think mm-hmm. they have a chance to make it if they beat the Devils and get out of that. Then, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I want to see the Rangers do well. I really do. They're probably my second favorite team if I had to have a second favorite team. Um, but I mean, I, I think the Devils are too strong for them, and I, I think the Devils win it um, in Game Five or maybe six. Um, but I don't see that one going to a seven. Um, I don't like to be surprised, but I think. Rangers, how young the Rangers are, I say you give it another year. I think next year is is that year. I really do. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like after adding Patrick Kane, uh, and then uh, oh crap, who who is the other one that? Uh, Artina Panarin. Uh, there's or, yeah, Panarin's yeah. young, but uh, the other one that they traded for this year. Um, uh, oh, I don't uh, know why I'm drawing a name. V. Uh, Benich- not Benichek. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Uh, um, You're a Rangers I, fan. Come on, yeah, man. I know, I know, and I'm drawing a blank on his name, too. I can see his face even. <laughs> Blake's got it for me. But, you know, just after adding a couple of of new 
uh, you know, kind faces, of veterans right. and faces. And now you're finally starting to see Patrick Kane get that rhythm towards the end of the season. And it was good for them to be able to kind of have that that little learning period. But after that, after that chemistry was clicking uh, and seeing everything there, and of course you've got Shesterkin back at goal. Uh, you know, he was the best goalie last year, uh, and, and I think in the top three or four this year. Uh, you know, when you, when you really look at what he's been able to do, I, I I think the Rangers can pull out of this one. It's just really tough for me to say that they're going to. I'm, I, I think I picked in my bracket, I think I might have picked the Devils to beat the Rangers just because it's just too close uh, and it, it's a tough one. But did you have the name there for me? Like, uh, <clears throat> are you talking about Zabinajad? No, not Zabinajad. Uh, I don't know why I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, maybe I'll have to look it um, up too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's just it's it's a really tough matchup looking at those two teams and trying to trying to figure out who uh, who's going to be able to to come out on top. I and mean, I I I I really do think that the winner of those two teams is probably going to be the better team because of it because they're going to have the toughest. I think the toughest game is game one, and then yeah. if you have to meet the Bruins again later on. Yeah. Uh, and so I mean that's just it's. It's a tough one in the, in the East. Uh, I think the East have a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of tough teams this year. But uh, I guess should what we do you guys jump? Win it all? What was that? What's everybody's pick for for who wins it all this year? I guess I'll start with you, Jeremy. What do you got for all of them? Oh, for the whole Stanley Cup. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. It's very tough this year. Yeah, it, it is. Like most There's, years. There's no particular team you can just say right now, oh, they're going to win it. Um, I want to say the Devils, honestly. The Devils. I mean, I I like that pick. Like I said, I think – well, that series is definitely going to be the decider. Did you say? Opinion. Did you say uh, Tarasenko earlier? Yeah, Vladimir Tar- Tarasenko. Vladimir that, was, that was who I was yep. thinking of, and I don't know why it just slipped right past me. But yeah, we, we were si- we were sitting here like trying to trying to think of it too, and then Jeremy comes up on with February it 9th. Yeah, yeah, it was just a little while back, but a, a, a great veteran to to add to the team, kind of a young veteran, I guess. Um, with then Patrick Kane being a veteran of the game, uh, being able to come in and and uh, kind of tidy up the. the 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 whole crew um blake who's who's your pick for winning it all this year man i'm right there with jeremy i'm i want the rangers but i'm going devils man so it, i've so I the, said it if the rangers I win that matchup do you pick the rangers then no 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 um I, if they win that matchup i'm gonna go boston man um but I like the, the Devils. Okay, I I got to. I, I I'm going Devils. Yeah, I mean it's. What about those Canadian teams, eh? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't nope, see not doing I, it. I I, oh. I, I, I picked I picked the Oilers uh, in in my bracket just because I see the path that they have, and I think if they make it to that title game, I think they might win it. Uh, and I just I, I don't know. I have a hard time picking against the Oilers in any of their matchups going all the way through. And so I mean I. I think uh, I, I think it's a tough one. I think I had Boston and, and the Oilers, if I remember correctly. You sound like uh, a Bostonian, Boston over there. Yeah, Boston, man. Uh, who do you have <laughs> one at all, Britain? I, I do have Boston. Okay. Um, I do think Boston. this is the year that, that that one team does does it all. I really, really do. Uh, I'm a very firm believer in the Boston Bruins this year. I think this is the year they get it done. I think I think there's a lot of people not picking them because they're yeah. so good and because. 
what they've done, and, and we've seen it time and time again well, every year. And it's the it's the pre- president's cup. It's the president's cup uh, curse too. And so I mean, it's just yep. it's it's hard because you know that's there and it's real. So I mean, do you do you take that or not? But I mean, uh, let me ask you guys this: What is Boston's weakness? What's the weak point that you attack on Boston? Exactly. I, I, I really can't think of one. So I mean, I like that pick too because. I was p- only picking against Boston because I don't see their weakness. I can't see a team that exceeds against their weakness, but I'm, I'm taking the Oilers in it all just because I feel like the Oilers are another one of those teams where I don't really see a big weakness on the Oilers. Take out Conrad David and they can maybe, still beat maybe Boston. What was that? Maybe the playoffs is a weakness. Maybe. I mean, that, that, that might be yeah. it. Uh, the, the, president, the President's yeah. Cup is their weakness. That's the only thing I've got for you. You know what I'd like to honestly see? If if it happens, it'd be real. I don't know if this would be a first. I don't think it probably would be. I'd like to see a Canada battle in the Stanley Cup Finals. That would be that would be no something. Problem. But if it had USA. to go between, huh? yeah, exactly. But I mean, if it went down <laughs> between Canada, I'd I'd honestly stick with you, Josh. I'd you think like the with, Leafs Oilers. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The Leafs Oilers. I honestly I would go against you, Josh. I would honestly go with Toronto if. If that were to happen, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that too. I mean, it, it would be kind of unique, but I kind of like the fact that we haven't given one to Canada in a long time. So we'll just keep that over here. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll switch my pick uh, on the show, and I'll just say the Rangers are going to win it all. Um, but in, in my, when I actually broke down the bracket, I've got it coming down to Boston and Edmonton, uh, and, and I think Edmonton could beat Boston in that, in that. Uh, final one but i i just realized i know blake kind of touched on the kraken but uh we kind of mixed a or we missed a uh a uh, couple of matchups for tomorrow night the jets and the golden knights and then the kraken and avalanche uh, another couple of, of really fun ones in the west um i see the golden knights coming out i think that's an easy one for them maybe not easy um but i think that's one that they can easily take in game six uh game five or six uh, and so I, I like the Golden Knights. I've brought them up several times on the show. I think they're probably my underdog to be able to make it to the cup. I don't know if they'll win it, um, but they're kind of my underdog that I'm kind of keeping an eye on uh, just because I don't think a lot of people would pick the Knights to be able to win it all. Um, but, and then over there, I, I like, I think Blake, you were saying you think the Kraken might be able to come away on the Avalanche. Uh, and and I, I agree with you on that one too, just because I think the Kraken have just been that scary good team in this mm-hmm. second second year that they've they've been alive, you know, and I, 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 I see I see that, that no. series. I think I think the Kraken can come out of that series. I disagree. What? I think the Avalanche take that you series. You disagree? You yeah, at least I, gotta I give them, All right, well, you at least gotta give them credit for being an organization that just came up. What not even three oh, years I ago? Do, but I don't think this is one of those Golden Knights things where the Golden Knights come up in their first year and all of a sudden they surprise everybody. Yeah. Look how good they are. Yeah. Well, so so Britain. So Britain, you you disagree with with both Blake and I, and I think I do know a, a a way that we could settle this out, and it's by another sponsor of ours that we're extremely happy to have. Uh, maybe we can all hop on Bro Throw and maybe throw some some money around, and you know, I mean, we'll we'll get Blake and I in there on you and see if see if you're how confident you are on that. Because for those who are listening, Bro Throw is. I think now one of my favorite sponsors because they are so much fun. Uh, I get on bro throw quite a bit. I think tonight I've actually got a couple, couple of bets in on bro throw that I need to be paying attention to. Uh, but you go in there and the difference with bro throw is it's sports betting, 
but it's not a sports book. For those who are living in a state that doesn't allow sports betting, uh, online sports betting, guess what? You can do bro throw because it is betting against other sports bettors. It's a lot of fun. I know that all of us have played around with it and been able to to go in there. I've I've said this last mm-hmm. time, uh, but I've made a good amount of money on there because, like I told you, Blake, you're able to go in there and see what other people are betting. And a lot of times you're able to find yeah. a lot of suckers in there that are just willing to throw money out there. And every true. once in a while, I will say this warning to everyone, make sure you see the zeros on the end or else you'll be sweating in a, in a Braves uh, Reds game on lucky. how much money you're throwing down on that game. <laughs> you got but, lucky. but bro throw is a lot of fun. Uh, and and the, the most fun about it is that not only can you join other people and, and bet against other people, you can even join us. Go to brothrow.com slash rising two. You can only join by invitation right now. So go over there and join at brothrow.com. That's B-R-O-T-H-R-O-W.com slash rising two. That's rising T-O. And what that'll do is it'll also add you to our group, our private group, where you can see our bets. You can place your own bets in that group. Maybe one of us will accept your bet. Uh, just go in there. It's a lot of fun because it's kind of a community rather than it just being a sports book. It's a community of sports bettors that are going in there and betting against each other. And I find it a lot of fun. Blake, I know you, you said you had a lot of fun with it. Britton, you've been able to play around with it a little bit. Uh, kind of give me your, your thoughts on it real quick, Britton. Yeah, I think it's super cool. Um, a, you're not just betting against uh, Vegas. You're yeah. betting against your buddies. Uh, it's, it's a little more private that way. Um, it's, it's super, super easy to use, which I like. Um, I know we, we also do DraftKings quite a bit on this podcast as well. Um, but I do. I like Brother quite a bit. I think it's uh, it's easy to use. Uh, and it's a little bit more fun that way because you're, you know, you're, you're betting against your brothers, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know I had to cough up 20 bucks on a game that I bet on just to make a bet, but I'll take I it. I found a sucker in there and I was able to <laughs> bet against him. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a lot of fun. And it, it, that's that's the thing too, is that they've got so many different types of bets in there. Uh, and it's it's all a really cool system. You pay up when you lose. If you don't lose, you don't pay a dime. And that's the amazing thing about it. Mm-hmm. It's free to sign up. Go over there and check it out. Like I said, if you use brothrow.com slash rising two, you can sign up today. It's free to sign up. And not only that, it'll also add you to our private group where you can bet against us as well. Um, but guys, let's jump into the NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs are another playoffs that we're seeing so deep, and it's really hard to really pick uh, an, an absolute uh, winner in all of it. Um, but I guess we'll start off uh, with the game that I know Jeremy and I were watching the other night, uh, a, a team that we, we've I know we've talked about on this show too. It was between the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors, probably the most fun playoff game so far uh in in the in the nba i mean it's i know there's not been a lot but that was that is the matchup i think is probably the most fun to look at and to watch um but i I mean that game was a lot of fun it came down to the wire uh and then finally sacramento was able to pull out uh and and win it by three at the end at home with the fans going nuts uh not only that but they were also able to light the beam because they finally won their first playoff game since i think 2006 so, I mean, just really fun. Uh, Sacramento, like I said uh, last show, I think Sacramento is that team that I'm looking at, the team that I'm really rooting for just because they're one of those underdogs that they haven't been here. So let's let's do it. Um, but Britain, uh, looking at looking at that matchup, I don't know how much of that game you're able to, to catch, but uh, who do you think maybe is able to pull, a, pull ahead in that Sacramento uh, against the Warriors kind of matchup there? 
you know, now that Sacramento's obviously got a, a one-up uh, game one to zero there, obviously it's, it's pretty easy to say that the Kings are, are looking good. I will say, though, this what that game proved to me, though, is that uh, Golden State's still the, the same Golden State it's been, right? Yeah. Yep. Like, Golden State's still good. They can still shoot the three ball. They can still uh, pass the ball around well. They, they've got pretty solid defense. They've got big guys they can get in the class and uh, in the paint and score as well as shoot the three about as good as anybody. So it's still yeah. the same Golden State team uh, that we've all grown to, grown to either love or hate. Um, but I do think the Kings might have the upper upper hand in this one and maybe win their first playoff series. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I see how dangerous they are. Um, but Blake, you must have had De'Aaron Fox in your in your house or something like that. You had to quiet that dog up from from barking <laughs> back there. But I you know, get, kind of give me your thoughts. I know we talked a little bit about this matchup, man. But uh, what do you think about the Kings and their first playoff win since two thousand six, man? Man, um, Malik Monk and De'Aaron yeah. Fox debut. Uh, have a it's night, literally straight yeah. debut. I mean, look, have a night. All right, you were down. Uh, I think the turning point was when when Steph hit the three, and he just kind of looked at the Sacramento yeah. crowd and he said, "Hey, mm-hmm. calm down," you know. Yeah. And it was a completely different game from that point, man. You know, we were talking the other day, and and I said it was sad that Sacramento made the playoffs and they had to see Golden State in the yeah. first round. But, man, that first game, uh, if, if you get De'Aaron Fox and Malink Monk like that, uh, Golden State might be in trouble, Josh. Well, I mean, that that's the thing, too. Think about – what they did too because not only did they just now beat golden state who is really tough in the playoffs uh but you know andrew wiggins was able to make it back in and they're able to add him back to the roster and everything but they were down it's not like they were leading this game and being able to control the game up Mm -hmm. all the way to the end they were down uh I, i think by double digits if i remember correctly and so i mean they were they were down and trailing and able to fight back and come back to beat the, the Golden State Warriors and like I said before it's in Sacramento for half I mean, over half the games in this series if it goes to game seven and so we have to remember that Sacramento fans going absolutely nuts uh, being able to to you know come away you know out to see their team since again 2006 a lot of them in that that building may not have even remembered Golden State making it to the playoffs. Uh, so I mean, it's just that they, the fans were phenomenal. They were going nuts. I think they played a, a huge part of it. But Jeremy, I know you and I were really catching the end of it and really getting into it there at the end. Um, but you know, of course, we got the Splash Bros over there, but they weren't able to pull out ahead with all those threes. Yeah, I mean, the Splash Bros definitely got shown up to say the least. I mean, if I was in Sacramento, I wouldn't be surprised if the roof wasn't blown off of the joint. Those fans. Holy cow. It, it literally made me feel like when we were watching the game here, it made me feel like we were in Sacramento watching the game. And I know you and me, Josh, you were going back and forth a little bit at times. But, I mean, looking at Sacramento, they just looked hot, especially if they get in a big run. I know they were at least at a 7 to nothing run in the fourth quarter, yeah. and that definitely helped get their momentum going. And, I mean, having the crowd feed them energy, that's also a big thing to help out. And, I mean, like you said, Blake, with Fox and um, 
what's his name again? Um, Malik, uh, Malik Monk. Yeah, Malik Monk. Malik, Malik Monk. Yeah, yeah, just like you said, Blake, have a day. Holy cow, fresh out of the gate. I mean, what more can you really ask mm-hmm. for? I mean, I know they were talking during the post-game interviews that they proved a lot of people wrong thinking that they weren't going to get much playing time or even just much points as what both of them combined did. Yeah. I mean, they definitely – they definitely jaw dropped a lot of people, to say the least. And if if this is how it's gonna go, I like you said, Blake, Golden State's in trouble. I seriously think that. And I mean, yeah. this is another series. I wouldn't be surprised if it went to seven. But if I had to honestly say, if it did go to seven, I want to give the edge to Sacramento. It's Not, it's gonna wrap up in Sacramento yeah, too. Exactly. So. Not just because it's in Sacramento, but I mean. I sincerely think they have the better odds overall just for how they played offensively, defensively. I mean, they'll they'll break down Golden State. And that's the fun thing about these long series games. I mean, seven games, that's a lot of time to pick pocket teams and break them down and know their strengths and weaknesses. I mean, it's mm-hmm. overall going to be really, really fun to watch this series. But, I mean, will I think Sacramento won it all? No. In my honest opinion, No. Would it be really, really cool to see him win it? Absolutely. But, I mean, in my opinion, I sincerely don't think they have what it takes to make it to the finals and, and win it all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a long road there, too. Um, but another game that was going on that night uh, was the Knicks-Cavaliers. Another uh, just, I don't know, it seemed like a, a kind of a sloppy game uh, overall. Yeah. But just kind of a lower-scoring game. And... Overall, man, I, I I just I'm looking at the Cavs and I'm trying to figure out where, wh- you know, who's going to step up other than Spider Mitchell because you know like he's he's stepping up and he's doing what, his part, but uh, you know other other than that, I just don't see a whole lot really going into it. Just kind of a, I don't know, I I, I don't see a winner coming out of out of these two teams the way they played, um, but I I don't know. I mean that was that was another game. We also had uh, Celtics Hawks. I think that one could be a sweep uh just based on how the hawks played uh we we were talking about the hawks and how good they looked uh just a game ago but then coming into this one i mean they they weren't able to to rebound like they were against miami uh they weren't able to, to score like they were uh and just not very good at all only 19 points in the in the first quarter That's rough. uh and then again that that same night Another another one where I just I, I could see this one being a sweep was the Philly Philly versus Nets, um, but that kind of wraps up. Uh, I believe that was Saturday night uh, of of the NBA. But Britain, I mean, kind of taking a look at just those matchups uh, up to that point, kind of kind of give us your your breakdown, your thoughts on the teams coming out of that Saturday 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 night schedule, man. Yeah, sure. Well, like you said, I mean, I'm actually surprised. And still trying to figure out exactly how the Knicks even got into the playoffs <laughs> this year, to be honest with you. Um, that was, I actually watched that game. It was very tough to watch. Uh, when I say I watched that game, I think I shut it off pretty pretty near the end there. It's just, uh, again, they weren't able to really rebound. Uh, there was a lot of turnovers in that game. Uh, just very, very sloppy. So I'm definitely curious to see if, if one of those teams can kind of pull it together a little bit. Um, and who ended up winning that game? Was it? It was, it was Sel- or the Knicks. The Knicks, right? the Knicks. Knicks ended up coming away by four. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, they've got the advantage there. Uh, whoever wins that, though, I think uh, will lose the next round anyway. Uh, I don't really anticipate anything coming out of that, like you said earlier. Um, and then the Cavaliers again. It's the same thing as the Knicks. Really uh, looked very sloppy. Um, 
really shot the ball poorly. And I, I felt like they, I felt like they forced a lot of shots. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not the Cavaliers team that you saw with uh, LeBron. Not that I wanted to bring up his name at all, but yeah, I, I don't really anticipate much coming out of out of that series at all. Um, yeah, was... I am glad that Chicago uh, Bulls are not in it. Uh, I don't know if anybody watched the play-in series yeah. at all. Uh, that little girl that was screaming in the at every free throw. <laughs> I think that was Demar Derozan's yeah. uh, daughter. Oh, so, mm-hmm. and I hope I hope. He, Gave her a bar of soap when she got home. That was annoying. <laughs> it was horrible. Like every time, I'm like, "Here it comes again." And, they, <laughs> and then they put the camera on her and egg her on, and I'm like, "Dude, shut up." Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I think watching the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I, I think out of that whole Saturday, you know, night kind of lineup, I don't know. I just I don't see any teams that really really shocked me too much, other than I think the Sacramento Kings, just how mm-hmm. how good they were. Um, but kind of looking at the Saints, what was that? Those Kentucky boys are different. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe we can kind of give give Kentucky a little bit of a shout out for that. But you know, but have two guys in their their debut in the playoffs. Uh, being able to put up the numbers that they did, mm-hmm. uh, historic night for them. But kind of jumping to last night, uh, what we saw in the playoffs, the Lakers, I think, surprised me a lot more uh, than what I, I imagined them surprising me. I, I'm, not, I'm still not going to hop on the train and say, oh, but watch out for LeBron and the boys. I still don't think they have what it takes to be able to go through the entire playoffs and be able to win it all. But I do like what I saw from the Lakers. Uh, and, and the big thing was watching Austin Reeves go go out there and have the kind of game that he did. Uh, I'll, I'll give the, the Oklahoma boy a shout-out, being undrafted, being able to step up, and also a shout-out to LeBron because he's the one that said that he saw this kind of a future out of him way back before this season no. even started. And so, no, you're, you're saying no, no, nothing on that? I'm waiting for this from Blake. No, he always says that. <laughs> he, but he was right he this time, so let's give that. him a little bit of a shout-out. Man, I, that dude, look, man, I don't even know what to say. I mean, come on, man. He's always right about everything. He's like, oh, I saw it coming, Austin. He's, man, you didn't see nothing coming. All right? <laughs> you, now, now, he, he, he might have saw he it He did give him a shout-out in the beginning of the season, though. and uh, That, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, earlier yeah. on. Yeah, but don't. Don't give me no first practice I ever saw him. I knew he was special. No, you didn't. Get out of <laughs> yeah, here. The, the after the game stuff was. I, I can agree with you with, on that for sure. He after the game yeah. stuff to kind of seemed like he was a little ki- kind of kissing up a little too much because hey boy, you like you helped us out, man. Like, yeah. but uh, I mean yeah. between him, I think Dennis Schroeder's another one that's really been showing up. He, they, he showed up big time in the 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 play in series to help them get into it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so I think Schroeder, of course, Anthony Davis being able to come out there, but uh, I, I think he he went out with another injury again. So Mr. Glass not not holding up too well. Um, but I, I, the Lakers just looked a lot better against the against the Grizzlies. I guess John Moran also injured. We'll, we'll kind of throw that in there as well. There's a lot, but of NBA they looked that are injured, they looked though. better than what I what I anticipated them to. I, w- I want to know your guys' take on this because this is my opinion, and it's probably not not uh, an opinion that a lot of people agree with. But Dennis Schroeder is going to be Chris Paul, but better. He will be Man. Chris Paul, but better. I think you can have that Chris opinion. Chris Paul, but better? Uh, 53, but better. 
I, I think he could be CP possibly potential. I think but. he could be like as far as the record books hold, maybe CP three only because he might have a title on. I don't think he's got a title yet, but I think he could end with a title. I don't know yeah, but you don't think Shredder, Shredder I, I don't think I could compare him to CP three one bit. I don't think they really have the same game at all. Yeah. CP3 no, I I, I think he's game. better. He will be better overall than CP three in the long run. I think you can hold that opinion because yeah. Schroeder Schroeder's on a vet minimum contract. Like like this is his last leg, pretty much of his career. Like I mean, he's like that. I mean, in my opinion, Chris Paul first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think I think Chris first Paul goes down in the Hall of Fame. I don't yeah. think I don't think Schroeder goes down in the Hall of Fame. I think he does. I think he. You will. think Dennis Schroeder goes to the Hall of Fame? I think he has a uh, an excellent. Season. I think you like him too uh, much because he was on OKC. No, so so that's the thing. I've watched Dennis Schroeder since he's young. I I know what it, what he's capable of, and I'm saying he's still a young guy. I think he will be, uh, you know, maybe with another team here eventually. Uh, I, I'll give you this comp. I'll I'll give I, you this comp. How about Dennis Schroeder compared to a Jamal Crawford? I that's, think that's I think that's a more fair comp. I wanted to go CP3 because CP3 is a Hall of Famer, yeah. future Hall of Famer. No, so I mean, that's I, why I, I want to go there. I think good, I think Dennis Schroeder is and will continue to be. I like this. I'm going to jump over real quick. We got Vince well, Stover over in the chat, and he says, uh, is, is this dude got money on Schroeder or something? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, 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 guys, guys, guys oh, oh, oh. all right. So, CP3, man, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. It's not even close. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that stops CP3 from being an all time great champion in the NBA is the San Antonio Spurs. All right. The dude had a gauntlet to go through and deal with with the Spurs back. Remember when Blob City was a thing? And who did they always run into? They always had to run into Tim Duncan, Manu, and Tony Parker. So, like, I can't knock him. I know everybody's like, oh, bro, he ain't want a ring. He ain't want a ring. But I can't knock him because he went up against one of the greatest. The only thing they don't have. No, and I want to be clear. That's the only thing. I I love CP3. That's why I'm making the comparison there, Who because that's how good I think Jimmy Carter could be. I just, I just don't and see the comparison. I don't, I don't see where you can compare them really. Uh, I mean, I just think they're two different players. I think if you were to look up stats, you would see how much. Like, I, I'll do that for you. All right, I'm gonna put up some stats. I'll, I'll send you a list of stats, and you tell me which player you think is better based on stats alone. Well, I mean, I mean, you're also comparing, <laughs> you know, a guy with with a lot of lot of years on on uh, Dennis Schroeder. I'm saying by the time Dennis Schroeder is done with. I think he will be looked at, looked at in his high regards as CP3. I don't because think so. I think CP3 is great. I think CP3 I, I started up here <laughs> and then he kind of worked his way up and barely barely came down. I don't think he ever really like he he didn't start down here and have to work his way up. I think I think he may have had the upper edge on Schroeder. I don't I don't think CP3 is you know one of the better guys in the league right now. Because, you know he he's older and stuff now. Um, I think he's had his moments. He's, he's obviously had a great career. Again, there's no disrespect on CP3. 
but I do think Dennis Schroeder is going to surprise a lot of people and, and be a household name. I think he can. I think he can surprise people. I think he is surprising people. I just don't see the comp. Uh, I think not, he's also surprising himself. Not even, not even really too much of a comp there at all. But I mean, like I said, I think you can hold that that uh, opinion. But uh, let's jump over to the Heat and Bucks game real quick. Uh, this is one mm-hmm. that kind of shocked everybody. Heat being able to make their way in through the play-in tournament. They end up getting that that eight seed, having to go against the Bucks. Uh, Giannis goes down with a back injury. And, I mean, the Heat didn't just win. They went 130 to 117. I mean, that's a really good win. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that's a tale of of what's going to happen uh, throughout the rest of this series. I think the Bucks have this even if Giannis doesn't come back. But I also think Giannis just has too much dog in him not to come back into the game. Mm-hmm. He's too much of a baller, uh, and so I mean I, I definitely see that. But uh, I guess I'll kind of kind of spread the love here with this game. You know, with the Heat being able to win. I, 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 I guess we got to give it to the Heat. They're, they were able to, to to splash, you know, down. Jimmy Butler with 35 points, 11 assists. Or, uh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, 11 assists. So, I mean, just a really good game from them. And even with Chris Middleton stepping up, they still weren't able to pull ahead. Um, but got to give a little bit of love to, to the underdog being able to win uh, game one, Britton. Yeah, uh, I think I think that they even maybe take the series. Uh, Hawks not really? looking all that great any – you know, they didn't look that great. Honestly, throughout the season, I, they were nobody's pick, I don't think, to make it very far. Um, I, did, I honestly didn't catch that game, um, but I, I certainly wasn't surprised by the score, um, per se. Maybe a little bit. Maybe because just because of Giannis. But, yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's the thing is everybody's kind of like Jeremy's you know brought up earlier, I think, uh, to some extent. Sometimes we focus so much on one player uh, that – in our our mindset just goes automatically to well it's, it's Giannis so yeah they're gonna they're gonna mm-hmm. be great they're gonna win they're gonna do everything I I don't know they they didn't play all that great uh, they didn't get they didn't you know keep it close in the first round momentum goes a long way especially <clears throat> deep in these playoffs or even early on in the playoffs playoffs are different like that way mm-hmm. uh, and I think you you can keep the momentum going quite a bit so uh, I don't know. I don't mind the Bucks I do like Giannis he's a lot of fun to watch but. Also, wouldn't really hurt my feelings to see him lose first round. <laughs> no, I mean, I I definitely don't see it going that way. I mean, Blake, do you think you think Giannis and the Bucks would be able to give this this series up to the Heat? Nah, they're fine. They're fine. Uh, Tyler Hero broke his hand. He's yeah. out. Uh, the Heat. Yeah. Uh, look, Jimmy's gonna have to. He's gonna have to give us one of those bubble performances. Yeah, like yeah. like in twenty twenty, man, where he. Jimmy's but, gonna have I mean, the to. Bubble, the he's bubble gonna have is so to go easy off. to perform. Even LeBron and the Lakers were able to win in the bubble. So, <laughs> well, but he's gonna have to give us like forty a night, man. Because without Hero, uh, when I mean, well, if Giannis doesn't come back, but Giannis should be back. I mean, I think he will be. I yeah, I just I don't think. Not that I've seen. Yeah. It was just what a back injury. Yeah. Was there anything else with it, or just straight back? All that I saw was back contusion, but I'm not really sure what that means. Boston's coming out of the East anyway, so it's. I mean, yeah, without with yeah. with Giannis going down with this, I think that could bother him enough to where I mean, I'm definitely taking Boston now. Uh, I think Boston's got what it takes. I think with Tatum and Brown yeah. back there, really kind of leading that. Really Brown, and in the in the playoffs, it's it's Jalen Brown stepping up and making the plays yeah. for the Celtics in the playoffs. Um, but I mean, I just, 
I don't know. I, I don't see Miami being able to being able to, to come out ahead in this this entire series over it. I'm the same way. I'm the same way, Josh. Uh, I, I think the Bucks move on, uh, but ultimately, I like Boston coming out of the East, and I like the Lakers coming out. Of, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, are you feeling okay, Blake? <laughs> You had me concerned no, for kidding. a second. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding, man. That that's that's you know that's what Lakers fans do, man. They yeah. they win game one, and you know they're they're going to the NBA Finals. So I mean, I even saw one comment where Kobe Bryant was playing through Austin Reeves. I was like, give me a break, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I was I was seeing you know kind of over you know we were just now talking about CP3. I was seeing what was going on in the Clippers versus Suns. I mean, yeah. that first quarter, I that I, I caught the first quarter. I, I didn't get get too much of the second quarter, and I was able to catch the the last part of the game. And the first quarter, they only scored eighteen points. The the mm-hmm. Suns. Uh, so I mean, the Suns only scoring eighteen points, and you got Devin Booker, you've got uh, KD. You've Shit. got CP3. Uh, you have DeAndre Ayton out there. So, I mean, you you have a phenomenal team. And I think a team that before this playoff started is heavily favored to be able to, to, to come out of your conference and possibly to win it all. And this is the performance that you come out with. Uh, and on the other side of the ball, you can't say too much good other than Kawhi being able to step up and do what he did because Russell Westbrook, I think he was three of 19 from the field. That's terrible. Uh, just a horrible game. He stepped up terrible. in key moments, had, had a big block at the end of the game. That really helps them. But just the, the stars were not playing at all in this game. Wow. Um, the other thing I thought was kind of funny uh, was that a lot of the headlines I was seeing was Kawhi versus KD. I wasn't seeing a whole lot of this Westbrook versus KD. Has the drama just dropped off there? Is there no more drama between them? But uh, no, I, I, I do I do see this this game was probably the sloppiest game of any an, an NBA playoff game I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, as far as that Kevin Durant, Russ Westbrook thing, I think that's I think that's all over with. Thankfully, it's all talk. Um, <laughs> as an Oklahoma City fan, it's kind of funny because I remember so many people talking about how uh, it was such a terrible idea to get rid of Westbrook and to make Shea Gilgis Alexander the new face of the franchise. And I mean, let's be honest, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a better player at the moment. Um, Shea's younger. Shea's Shea's just I mean, he was averaging, I think, 30.7 points a game this season. Uh, Oklahoma City, I know I'm a little biased, but the future is bright there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like definitely. And I, I even said that last show. I think if OKC were to have beat the Timberwolves, and it was a really disappointing game against the Timberwolves, but I thought that OKC had a better chance against the Nuggets than the Timberwolves do. I don't see a chance for the Timberwolves, really. I just don't think they have... Uh, the entire chemistry, but whereas OKC, I thought they could possibly win that first round against Denver. Um, but uh, Blake, I guess I, I, I don't, I don't know what was going on. I feel like both teams, the stars just didn't show up. Uh, do you think the Suns are able to pull it together and start to to win these games against the Clippers, or you think the Clippers can can beat the beat the Suns in the entire series here? Uh, they might be in trouble if the Clippers had Paul George. Uh, yeah. But they don't – the Suns will get it together, man. Look, this is what happens when you don't give Kevin Durant the basketball until six minutes left in the yeah. second quarter. Yep. Uh, you're not going to win many basketball games. So, you know, uh, the Suns will figure it out. They'll get hot. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Uh, they'll get hot. They'll get on a roll. They'll probably uh, make it to the Western Conference Finals and get spanked. I mean, man, KD, KD, like you said, Josh, you stars got to show up. Yeah. Man, I want to pick Phoenix, even though they lost the other night. I want to pick them to go to the NBA Finals, just yeah, because I think they still could. Um, yeah, and and you know, a thing, a thing, Britain on the on the OKC season, man. Just think if they wouldn't have lost Chet Holmgren. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I know it. And just think if they wouldn't have lost oh, it, Chet, man. Like, it could have been a different year. Definitely. Yeah, I'm very excited for him to, you know, hopefully get healthy enough to start next year and. Dude, I'm telling you, like, this is probably the most excited I've been. I've been a very disappointed Oklahoma City fan for a long time. Like, listen, we've had, you know, Kevin Durant and James Harden and Serge Ibaka and, and all these superstars, Westbrook and all these guys on your team uh, at different times. Mm-hmm. And then then they kind of tried the, you know, let's go get Paul George for, for a year here and Chris Paul for a year here and try and kind of just make it work. And it just – it just – I kept saying, like, let's put together a young team and, like, let them, let them grow, like – we don't have to win everything in one year. And I kind of felt like that's what was, was happening. But, man, with, with uh, Lou Dort, uh, one of the best defensive players in the league, uh, you know, Shea Gil- Gilgis-Alexander, I think Josh Giddey's an extremely mm-hmm. uh, uh, vital part of the of the team as well. Uh, and then you've got, uh, you know, Jalen Williams and also another Jalen Williams. Uh, we got two Jalen Williams on the team. Uh, but, yeah. you know, J Dub's, you know, an up and coming kid too. He's he could potentially win the rookie of the year uh, this year. Like they've got a lot. So again, if you if you had Chet, I mean, might have been a different season. Uh, and you know, I think they were predicted to win like twenty three games this season, uh, and they surpassed forty. So I mean, I'm very happy with the future. I think the future is bright there for sure. Yeah, yeah, they were they were phenomenal. And uh, the other one that that went on, the other game that went on, uh, just not much to say about it. I just don't see the Timberwolves being able to do anything. I think that especially with that drama going on around Rudy Rudy Gobert at the end, right before the play in series, yeah. I, I think that kind of hurt them. And then not not only that, but I just don't see where they really match up against uh, the Nuggets, and it proved to be that because the Nuggets won one hundred nine to eighty. Uh, so just uh, the, the Nuggets, the Joker is going to be able to go on. I think this this one could easily be a sweep. I think uh, not only that, but Anthony Edwards isn't even really doing much, uh, you know, in, the, in this postseason. Uh, and so you know, that's it's a guy that we expect to have so much more out of it. But uh, I guess Jeremy, you got any more on on really any of these games? I think we kind of skipped over on a couple of the games too. But. I mean, overall, throughout all these games. Like, yeah, some of these games have been really disappointing and seeing all these high-key players just not even putting anything in the ball, I mean, in the bucket. But, I mean, another big thing to think about this, this is the most I've seen players injured in the postseason. Yeah. Or just the season in general, I mean. There's a lot like of injuries. Like you just mentioned, Giannis being hurt. Um, the one I'm really worried about is KD. Everyone knows KD's always injury-prone. I mean, he's just got to stay healthy is the big thing, I mean. They've he, got to get him worked into the game yeah, plan definitely. as a whole, like, too. Don't get me wrong. Everyone obviously loves KD. He's a great basketball player. But, I mean, he's been – it seems like every time I look at KD, I just feel like he's always just going to be injured, whether it's um, – <laughs> what's what's the one thing? Is his ankles or is it his knees that he's known for? I feel like his ankles here recently, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what can you really say? I mean, that's the big thing. Just stay out of – <laughs> What? 
So it's a lot of weight on those scrawny legs. Yeah, yeah you're not kidding. That's that's all I really gotta say. I mean, you just gotta stay healthy is my big thing. That's that's gonna be the big thing yeah. throughout this entire postseason. Mm-hmm. So I mean, after seeing you know the the first game of these, I guess who's who's everybody's picks now because I feel like mine has has kind of shifted now. Who who does everybody see winning it all this year? After that, that the, these first games have have played through, I'll start with you, Britton. I've still got the Suns. Um, still got the Suns. I, I do see the Suns. Yeah, I do see the Suns continuing on. Um, I wouldn't worry too much, uh, for sure. Um, got the Suns right now. Um, again, like Blake mentioned earlier, uh, Kevin Durant, get him the ball, let him play. Um, I, I I think they're too talented to to lose this series and 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 round one here uh it's not going to happen they're going to they're going to continue to uh improve they'll get their stuff together they'll figure it out and they'll they'll be good all right i like that pick blake who you got winning it all i've got the phoenix suns taking on the boston celtics and i have the boston celtics as your nba champion all right i like uh i like the celtics to get it done man I'll just keep it kind of short and simple. I'm, I'm still, I'm going over to the, the Celtics. That wasn't really my pick in the beginning, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going over to the Celtics. That's the team I'm taking to, to win it all, just because the way they performed. I mean, th- they were the team at the beginning of the season I thought could, could do it all. I'm gonna jump back on that Celtics train. But Jeremy, who you got winning it all this year? I'm, I'm gonna make it three for three. I'm going with the Celtics here. I mean, you really can't love that. You you can't really put any much else onto it. I mean, the Celtics have been playing great. I mean, overall, this is I I do agree with you, Blake. I think it's going to be the Suns and the Celtics, but I do agree. I think it's going to be the Celtics pulling it off. How, how about this? How about the Kings Celtics? That would be a good key match. Ooh, Nuggets over wow. Celtics seven. <clears throat> No, I don't. I don't I like think it. the Kings will be able oh, to make it Kings all the way there. They, they don't. Man, they don't play enough defense to be able to make it there. But if the I King, like that. If the Kings pull it off, they're going to have to really, really fix that roof for how many times they're going to blow the roof off the joint. Yeah, yeah. We've got Cold Iron in the, in the chat. He says Nuggets over Celtics in seven. Ooh, so that's like that's it. the pick he's taking. I, like, I, I forgot like all about the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I forget about them too because they choke every year. So Nuggets, I think about our oh man. You know that they got the Joker, and he's over there. He's also known as the the Choker because you know his team can't pull it together. Yeah, yeah, but that's true. All right, guys, let's jump over. We had a controversial statement made by none other than PG thirteen Paul George, a player I, I've always loved. Paul George since he was at Indiana, I got to go see him live a few times. Uh, you know when we lived in Indiana when I was young, he was one of, one of my favorites growing up. Uh, I don't think he was any inspiration to me picking the number 13, um, but he, he wore, wore the same number that I wore. Uh, and so that was kind of another reason why I, li- I liked him quite a bit too. But looking at Paul George, he says that NBA players, in a statement he made this past week, I believe it was, he says that NBA players have a better chance to make it in the NFL than vice versa. And I wanted to kind of get your guys' thoughts on this because the last I checked, I see a lot of fouls being called in the NBA that are very weak. And a lot of players complain about some of those very weak calls not being called mm-hmm. and injuries uh, that may have been by complete non-contact, like just from jumping up and down and breaking your leg, for example. Won't mention any names on who that might have happened to in the past. Um, but 
you know, it, it just looking at the NBA, I don't, I don't see it personally. I think the size, they have the size, or some of them do have the size to be able to make it. But if you were to take an overall, you could look at guys in the NFL and you, you look at guys, uh, we'll, we'll take Miles Garrett. I think he was in a celebrity game, uh, I think last year, I think it was, and he was, he was balling out. A guy like Miles Garrett, I, I personally don't buy this. I think if I have to take one way or the other, I'm taking the NFL to make it in the NBA rather than vice versa. Um, but Britton, what do you think on Paul George's statement here? Uh, whoopie do. <laughs> there, there I had to hear it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's a funny statement. Um, I don't agree with it. Uh, I, I don't, I think it's such a broad statement to be completely honest. I think it's, uh, it, it's an accurate yep. statement to an extent. There are players in the NBA that could probably play in the NFL and vice versa. There are players probably, right? I think mm-hmm. we'd all agree on that. But to, but to say like that, make that broad statement that NBA players could be in the NFL, like I, I don't I don't buy that for a bit. Uh, again, mm-hmm. like, you know, what, what are you going to put CP, CP3 at? Where are you going to put him on the field? Uh, quarterback. He, he's not he's, – he's oh, Yeah, quarterback. So he, he, so he's he a point guard. That's the that's the comparison, point guard. Yeah. He's I not mean, going to see over the all we we've uh, seen we've seen guys like uh, you know I I think it, you know guys like LeBron playing bat era football you know stuff like that you know you could definitely see some of these athletic guys being able to to, sure. to do something but I don't I don't know I mean I I, I think it, it it really was just something too I think was just kind of to throw out there and I don't think it's anything to be taken seriously or anything but it's kind of a fun little no. topic yeah. but uh, yeah. Blake Blake if you had to pick one way or the other which way do you think you'd lean or do you just stay completely in the middle. <laughs> Man, I'm taking more NFL guys to hoop. Uh, I think they could come over into the NBA and and get a bucket. You know, I like. I think like what Britton said. It's you know, there's guys on both sides of it that could go in and compete right away. But I think there's more guys in the NFL. If you give them a basketball uh, in an NBA regular season game. A couple guys in that NFL that could go get you eight to ten points every night. Yeah, uh, there's a couple of guys in the NBA that could go over to the NFL and get it tight end or, or D end or whatever, and and make an absolute killing. You know, so uh, you know it, it goes both ways. I think PG was just kind of trying to stir up a little conversation. Oh, for and, sure, and get, some, get some get some folks talking. So. Uh, yeah, man. I you know I think it'd be pretty cool to see it. I know LeBron yeah. always said that he would he would flirt with it and stuff, and he would always like to go play tight end for the Browns. And I know when he was coming out of high school, he was the number one tight end in the state of Ohio. And uh, you know I know he was highly recruited by Ohio State and pretty much everybody in the country. So uh, I think it would be cool to see a big time star in the NBA go over to the NFL and just try it out. Just try it out and see how it goes. Yeah, why not? So, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at on it. Yeah, and, uh, I guess I'll, I'll let you you speak on it first, real quick, Jeremy. But which, which way do you think you'd have to lean if you had to take one way or the other? You guys have said the best. I mean, I'd I'd like to see more NFL guys go in the NBA. Honestly, <clears throat> I mean, like you said, this isn't something to make a big controversy about. But overall, it'd be really cool to see someone from the NFL all of a sudden just go, just go try and. Just lay a layup, or even I mean, it'd be overall, it's it'd be really cool to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm all I'm also 
a little bit in the middle about it, but I mean, overall, if I had to pick honestly aside, I'd like to see some NFL players in the NBA. Well, and mm-hmm. my my argument too is how many uh, how many times do you see in the off season NBA players playing football? I don't really see any pickup football games going on from the NBA players. How many NFL players do you see oh, playing Blake's, NBA pickup games? Hold on, Josh. Yeah, I got something for you. Okay, I got something for you, real quick. When we get done with this episode, get on YouTube and watch LeBron James versus Kevin Durant yeah. seven on seven. Yeah, I've, I've right? seen that. Yeah. Go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, but but you you, point, you pointed out, out there. you pointed out one you know one <laughs> one example, but I see every off season I see. NFL players playing pickup basketball. I don't see it going the other way around. That is true. Well, but they they always say they always say that NBA guys want to be rappers though. So and true. rappers want to be NBA stars. So you know I, I think most of the NBA guys are in the studio with Drake or or uh, you know like John ja Morant. He wants to be with uh, what's 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 the rapper that Kanye? that he's all on right now. I, I couldn't even tell uh, you. Um, what is it where he's like party in my city? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the wrong. I'm the wrong guy. I'm over here listening to country. Yeah, but yeah, man, I don't listen to music. So yeah, well, I mean, we're we're talking about two great sports. We've also been talking about two great playoffs tonight. But let's go over to the XFL, uh, and I really just want to kind of ask you guys because we started off. We were like, you know, I was determined we were going to try to cover it a little bit this year, and I haven't because. It just got boring, and I think it became re- repetitive. Uh, the top two teams, the first week, I sat down and I watched every XFL game, and I studied each team, and the two teams I walked away with saying, I see a lot out of them, and I see a lot out of them. It was the D.C. Defenders, and it was uh, the Roughnecks, uh, Houston Roughnecks. And sure enough, I'm looking at the standings right now. I just I just now pulled this up to kind of check it out and see where everything was at, and sure enough, in the North Division, the D.C. Defenders are number one. The and then the South, the South Division, the Houston Roughnecks at number one. So, you know, we've got D.C. Defenders at eight and one, uh, Houston Roughnecks at six and three. There's one week left of the XFL. I fell out of it because I feel like every week I pretty much saw really the same teams kind of winning and the same teams losing. The, the Orlando Guardians were really bad. I felt like uh, the 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 Seattle Sea Dragons seemed like they picked up their, their game a little bit. Um, but, you know, I just... Overall, I felt like it got a little too boring, and I'm not sure about how you guys feel about it as a whole, but should the XFL stay, or does it need to go? And I'll start off with you, Blake. Man, look, I kind of like some of the rules, like being able to challenge. uh, I think, what was I watching the other day? I was watching Arlington and D.C., I think it was. Uh, I think that game was on Saturday. Um, And I was watching it because Arlington, uh, Sal Canella, he was a tight end at Auburn, and he plays for them now. Arlington's got an amazing uh, coach, too. (laughs) Oh, Bob, man. Uh, You know, uh, not so big game, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, not so big game, Bob. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Former big game, Bob. But, but, uh, you know, so I like some of the rules, like on the last play in regulation for Arlington, uh, they they threw a ball to Sal Canella uh, down the sideline, and he was held, and they didn't throw a flag, but Bob 
you know, he reviewed the play and, and they saw the hold. So they were like, hey, that's an automatic first down. I think that's pretty cool, man, because uh, like I always look back at the Saints and the Rams and I'm like, yeah. you know, what if you could review that yeah, uh, from a couple years ago where it was yeah. clear pass interference on the last play. So, you know, I do like some of the rules. I love the overtime. I love the overtime. Like I watched it. Uh, Saturday and and you know it's kind of like PKs in soccer, man. You get three tries and uh, whoever you know comes out with with the most uh, scores and, and out of three attempts wins. And if it's three three, you go to sudden death. So I think that's I think it's pretty sick. But as far as the play on the field, man, it's it's bad. That's it's bad. that's where that's and, where I uh, fell out was just not enough. You know, Action. maybe yeah. pizzazz added to the game. You know, not enough, not enough big plays and and you know big big time players. You, you see, but maybe maybe that could grow. And, and you know, real quick, man, when AJ McCarron is the face of your league, <laughs> I'm probably not going to be all in, man. Coming like, from the Auburn fan, I I just you know I'm sorry, but yep not gonna be all in when when he's so-called the face of your league so uh sorry but you know it could stay around it can stay yeah. around i'm just not gonna support it I'm, I'm not i'm not taking a saturday off of my schedule to sit at home and watch xfl yeah or sunday or whatever whenever they play all right jeremy you, th- you think the xfl needs to stay or go in the words of tyreek hill Deuces. I think <laughs> it mm. should go. I mean, the only XFL I've watched was me and my girlfriend read Red Robin, and that was the only thing on TV. <laughs> I looked up, then I looked down. I didn't care. I mean, mm-hmm. I w- there's so many other things I would rather watch than the XFL. I mean, yeah, it's really cool to see all these guys who – who've put their blood, sweat, and tears into the game of football and then obviously have the opportunity to come back and do it. I'm not I'm not against that, obviously. I love I love seeing people having the second chance and getting another opportunity to shine in the football. But I mean, overall mm-hmm. the game is just so boring. I mean, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. Josh, I mean you get one or two particular teams and they're stellar lights out. They may not be undefeated, but I mean you can definitely tell who's the top dog in the XFL. And who's the weakest link in it? In my opinion, mm-hmm. it needs to be like I said, Tyreek Hill. Deuces. See you, Britain. Uh, we've got one for stay and one for go. Uh, do you think the XFL needs to stay or go? Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. They're going to run out of money, so they'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> for what, for what? The third time or fourth time? Yeah, I mean, let's face it. I, I don't really think that there's a lot of people interested. Um, I love the idea of it. I really do. I want to get behind it. Yeah. Um, I'd rather I, I go to bed than watch I an XFL it. game. Do what? I'd rather go to bed and watch an XFL game. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this couch is it's, comfy. Uh, it's it's just boring, man. It's just boring. Um, I don't mm. think there's a lot of people watching it. I don't think there's a big fan base. Uh, you know, the few games I have watched, the stadiums are, are not packed by any means. Nah. Uh, you got a couple kids that happen to live in town and don't have anything to do that day and buy, go buy a $5 ticket or whatever they cost. Uh, but it's not going to pay for the electricity, man. So nah. uh, I just don't see them them being able to fund it for, for much longer. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. Go. 
All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm going to split the decision here. I'm 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 just going to keep it fifty fifty because I think it needs to stay. I think this really? year this year was like I said. I wanted mm. to I wanted to get into it. I wanted to support it. I really wanted it to succeed. This it guy. just didn't do it for me uh, quite. But there was some things. Blake mentioned we we talked about this in the beginning of the year. There's a lot of the rules that I really like. There's a lot of the rules that I really hate. But what I think the XFL can do and what we're kind of seeing it kind of play around with right now. And hopefully there can actually be a relationship into the NFL and kind of testing some of those out on the XFL uh, because, you know, it's, it kind of draws your attention in and you kind of wonder what's going on. And so you can sit there and kind of watch it see what's going on with those rules and seeing if they're going to be added to the game. I think it, before you add that into the NFL, you test it out on something like the XFL that maybe it's not going to get the, the big viewership. There are some things too that I think I like, but not only that, but whenever I am bored and I don't have any other sports to watch, I like being able to have some football on TV. Uh, so personally, I'm kind of on the stay side, um, but I, I do kind of agree with Britain. I'm not sure. Wow. Okay. My, my watch wants to talk to me all of yeah. a sudden, but uh, I, I am with Britain. I don't think they're going to be able to, to keep it up. I don't think they're going to be able to keep the lights on, yeah. but let's go ahead and jump over. We talked about bro throw and bro throw is awesome, um, but it's not a sports book. And so whenever you're wanting a sports book, our favorite sports book to use is DraftKings Sportsbook. You can use the, the link down in the description. That's dkng.co slash bellyup150. Bet $5 on any game and win $200 instantly when you sign up for DraftKings. It is our favorite sports book to use. And there are some things you can do in sports books that you can't do on BroThrow. Uh, you know, there's things like parlays or even prop bets and stuff like that. So go over and check out uh, DraftKings. Either download the app, use the, the link down below to sign up, dkng.co slash bellyup150, and you can win yourself $200 in free bets. Bet with house money. All you got to do is place $5 when you first sign up. Let's go over to our bets, guys. Uh, Britain, we'll start off with you on your bets for tonight. Yeah, so I've got uh, – right now I've got the Islanders over the Hurricanes, mainly just to make a little bit of money. Uh, end of the second period, they're only down one. So uh, still still feeling okay about that. Um, I honestly didn't really think that they would win the game, but I definitely wanted to take the bet for the uh, for the pure sake of, you know, making a little cash. Yeah. Um, I also had the uh, Boston over Florida – I'm pretty comfortable in that one. I, I, I decided to go uh, one I was comfortable with tonight and, and the other one not so much. So um, I don't know what time Boston plays here. They should be going right now. Yeah, they're going right now. They're up 2-0 um, right now. So yeah, I know that. They're up 2-0 second period just started. So Boston's up. So that's uh, looking like 1-1 one one maybe for the day. But I don't know. Islanders still have a chance. Um, I actually think the Islanders are – are a decent team, right? They are. Like yeah. we talked about earlier. So, you know, I, I think their goaltending's, you know, definitely much improved from from the last couple of seasons. Um, so I, I do look for them to hopefully keep this series close. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's the funny thing. We always talk about Britain kind of being the the one that he's always taking those pluses. I think that one was a plus 150 uh, earlier when he, when, he, when he told me about that one. So, Blake, what's your, your two bets on the day? Um, I took the Marlins money line over the San Francisco Giants. It is in the bottom of the eighth, and the Miami Marlins are ahead four to three right now, going one. to the top of the ninth. So the Giants, uh, this is their last chance. They get three outs right here. 
And then I took the Tampa Bay Rays money line over the Cincinnati Reds, and they are getting absolutely blasted right now, six to nothing uh, in the in the middle of the eighth. So hopefully the Marlins can hang on right here in the ninth, and we can have a one and one night. So uh, to to kind of salvage things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> not a good one. We were just talking about the the Tampa Bay Rays too, and I think maybe all that talk maybe. Uh, Gave them a little bit of bad luck, but Jeremy, what's your bets for the night? My bets for the night, I went, I went out of my comfort zone. I went on the baseball side of things. Um, I did the money line for the Braves game, and I went for the over under. I went the under for the Giants game. I like and that. Last time I haven't even what had a chance. To, yeah, what what was the under on that one? The uh, the the for the Giants score, for the score. Um, I thought I had it pulled up. I know you sent that to me earlier, yeah, but for the Giants, I guess it was seven on that one. Yeah. So you went went under on on that one, and then what was your other your other pick? The other one I have was the um, the money line for the Braves game. All right. Yeah, some money line the Braves. Braves Sweet. and the San Diego Padres. Gotcha. Yeah, a couple of good pits. Uh, for me tonight, I picked Golden State Warriors money line. Uh, that's at minus one forty. I mean, I'm really like the Kings. I really want the Kings to to pull it out. I'm just not sure after watching that game. I think the the Warriors were Andrew Wiggins hitting a three away from being able to seal that game. Uh, so I, I think the Warriors start to, start to put something together. I think they make it a little closer. I think the Warriors are uh, able to come out ahead tonight. We'll see how that one ends up uh, going. Uh, and then I didn't check. Uh, I guess, okay, my, my other one was over five and a half points for the Minnesota Wild versus Dallas Stars. Uh, Dallas Stars got a big time offense and Minnesota has been hot lately. So those are my, my two picks for tonight. Uh, I guess I had, I had the, uh, our standings pulled up too. Let me try to pull that up too. So we've got our standings for the month before tonight. Uh, right now, Blake is in the lead seven and one. Uh, I'm right below him at five, two and one Britain's down at three and five. Jeremy's hoping to pull away with some wins tonight as he is one and six and one. But not looking Ooh. good, but uh, but we still got a little bit left to go. I think we're just over halfway through the month, so anything could happen, boys. I uh, hope so. Kind of a, it still, hurts. Still, still kind of keeps it a tight race between me and Blake. At least uh, you guys need a little catching up to do. Um, but hey, uh, I, I won last last uh, last month, so I'm I'm still still pretty confident. Yeah, he's he's kind of got that championship hangover uh, yeah. going, so. We'll, we'll see if he can work it off and get it get it going. But other than that, again, this is presented by DraftKings. You can use that code, uh, that link down in the description. Uh, it's dkng.co slash bellyup150. Place a $5 bet when you sign up and win $200 instantly in free bets. We thank you all so much for watching, uh, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like this video and go over and subscribe. You can hit the notification bell if you want to know when we're going live or get a notification for when we've got new posts and new updates um yeah britain's pointing over there towards <laughs> towards blake or something but uh anyways if you're listening on apple podcasts <laughs> if you're uh, listening on spotify oh, wherever geez. you listen to oh, please geez. give us a five-star review share this you can follow us on all social media platforms uh, and i'm not sure what's going on i think blake and uh britain are trying to hold hands down yeah, there on the bottom I, of the screen i don't know what the <laughs> heck's going on down there but we thank you all so much for watching for listening and for all of your support and until next time time.